How are you doing today? No, literally, how are you doing? Or maybe I should say, how are you being today? I, I think sometimes we think about doing a lot and we don't ask ourselves, how are we being? I know that's not good English, but it, I think it's important for us to think, let's be before we try to do. It's it's the emotional side of our lives. That's what we're talking about today. Welcome to Chasing Greatness. This is a podcast where we're trying to help you win at work and win at home and win in life. We, we think it's really important for you to win at work. I mean, it's, it's awesome when you're making a difference in your workplace, on your teams, with, with the things that you're involved in. That's great. Uh, we also think it's important to win at home. I always tell people if you win at work and you lose at home, I think you still lose. I, I think there's really this this we know this, but we really want to win outside of work. I think that's what positions us to win at work. And then we want to win in life. And that's that's really what we're talking about here as we've gone into what I'm calling halftime. I'm an old basketball coach and I, I learned very quickly to really love halftime. It was a chance for us to make some adjustments, to do some things differently as we went into the second half of a game and and you know, just try to adjust to what the other team was doing, go back to our game plan, what worked, what didn't work. What do we need to do differently as we go forward? Well, this week we've been talking about these concepts, and and yesterday we started building us a little second-half game plan, what I'm calling a very tactical, practical plan for us to, to live out and to lead in some areas. And yesterday we talked about our physical lives. We said that all of us are, are – we need to make some physical adjustments I'm going to say I do. I you. I'm, I'm guessing. I mean, I don't know anybody. I've not talked to anybody lately. It's like, no, I've got it all together physically. It's all perfect. I don't need to make any adjustments. All of us know that there is another level that we could reach to, and we and we need to, and we need to think differently. We need to make different choices. If we're not careful, I, I said yesterday, it's so easy to you know. I'm going to go work out so I can eat what I want to, or have a milkshake, or some ice cream, or something. And I'm rewarding myself with something that I know is not good for me. Well, that's a bad way to think. That's not the the mindset of a champion, not the mindset of a person who's chasing greatness. I want to encourage you today to begin to flip the way you think. But let's think a little bit today about our emotional lives as well. Uh, so many of us are are struggling emotionally in different ways. Uh, the the uh, I think the statistics now, the latest, I just read this a few weeks ago, it's about 30% of people who have who have uh, depression, anxiety, or stress, like clinical stuff going on. And that that's that's kind of scary when you think about it, that we don't really talk about it enough. We don't, I mean, we're talking about it more. People are talking about it more. But everything just goes under this bucket of mental health if we're not careful and 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 we don't know what we're talking about with it. And, and you know, we're, I, and, and I'll be the first in line to say I'm not a doctor and I don't have, I'm not, I'm not qualified to talk about it, but here's what I'm qualified to talk about. There's some things I know we can do that are going to lead to better mental and I'll call it emotional health. There, there are some things that we know we can do. Let's just start with what, what I talked about yesterday was sleeping. If we sleep more, not, not sleep more because we're depressed, but if we just sleep the right amount of time we're supposed to, our stress level actually goes down. Our, our emotional well-being goes up our uh our anxiety actually is is it corrects some i mean there's all kind of research out on this that we are doing some of the things that they're happening to us we're doing these things to ourselves with our choices that we're making or not making and so i want to encourage you today to to take a little bit of inventory or how are you doing emotionally there's other things we can do to help our emotional well-being we'll talk about some of this later this week 
when it comes to our friendships and relationships. But I would just say one of the things we can do is refuse to live in isolation. I was, I was, uh, you know, I, I, I was interested to listen to what Apple was talking about a couple of days ago with, with their product launches and everything. They're talking about this augmented reality and all this stuff. And it made me ask the question, why do we need to augment our reality? Why do we need to try to change our reality? Why, why don't we just deal with our reality? And the, the answer is most people don't want to deal with the reality. We want to escape our reality. We want to be in, you know, we want to be in somebody else's reality. We want to live in some virtual world when, when the, the, re, the real reality, I heard the reality, I guess there's no real, the reality is real. The reality is we've got to deal with what we got going on. We can't escape it. it it's not going to go away just because we put it off for a few hours or lock into a screen or, or a video or, a you know, some kind of, some kind of uh, device on our head. It, it's that's not going to answer what we got. One of the things we can do is just find some friends, some healthy friendships. Our, I've got a I've got a buddy who always says your your friends determine the quality and direction of your life, and that's that's true both ways. They you can you can have destructive friends around you right now. Some of us are struggling because we've got destructive friends around our life. And some of us are thriving right now because we got great people around our life. Others are, are struggling right now because you got nobody around your life. You're just living in isolation. And so as you think about your emotional health in the second half of the year, who do you have around you? What are you doing to, to rest? What are you doing to, to take some time to be uh, not alone or, or not, not lonely, but to be alone, to pull back and have some times of solitude where you can, you can process and think, and then you can get back into the fray and, and you're ready to go when you are, you've rested some for me a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about how fatigued I was. I, I took some naps. I was taking a couple of naps a day. I did that for three days in a row. My wife thought I was dying. It was crazy. Uh, because I, I don't think I've taken two naps in, in uh, maybe the last five years, but, but I was taking two a day there for two or three days. I was just tired. And here's what happened when, when my body rested, it got emotionally even stronger as well. I got physically better, but also I just I just felt better. I was I was just you know, my my overall well being. If there was some kind of way to measure that, uh, you know, I think I, sometimes I think about the old uh, gas gauge. I, I just was running on empty, and I think if we can get to a point where we can we can do some things, some self care things to help help us get back to where we need to be, it actually can fill that tank back up. You're responsible for your, for the level of your gauge. You it's no, again, I said it yesterday. Your mama's not going to tell you when to go to bed. Your mama can't fill your gas tank back up for you either. It's you've got to, you got to, this is self-leadership one-on-one. You've got to take care of you and emotionally your well being emotionally is going to be very important because the people around you need you to be strong. They're going to need to borrow some of your strength. Even, you know, this, uh, sometimes we, we, have to be strong enough for ourselves. And if you're the leader, you got to be strong enough for the people around you as well. So those are a couple things that you can do today. One other thing I just remind you before we go is, is the power of breathing. Just, you know, and I know that sounds silly because we all breathe all the time, but just to, just some breathing practices, uh, not to, not to be, you know, strange here or anything, but I was, we were, we were actually in a training a couple of days ago and this guy led us in this breathing exercise where we, we took some time and just breathed in four counts, hold it for four counts and then breathe out slowly for seven seconds or eight seconds. You, you, you pick your number, but this four, four box breathing, they call it four, four, eight. Uh, you, you, you breathe in four counts, 
real nice and deep. You hold it for four seconds, and then it, and, it, and then a nice in through your nose and out through your mouth, eight seconds. Just it, it's crazy what happens. We had a room full of people, and this guy said, "How many of you go ahead and pick a number on a scale of one to ten? How stressed do you feel right now?" They didn't share it, but he asked the question, and then and then he and then he says, uh, "Let's do this box breathing. We do it all together." And it was crazy. Everybody in the room almost said their number went down. They felt less stressed. They felt relaxed. It, it's it's no different than when I would send somebody to the free throw line in a basketball game. I would tell them, take a good deep breath. I mean, there's there's anxiety, right? When you go to the free throw line in a basketball game, you're the only one with the ball. Everybody in the stands, all the players are there. They're waiting on you. They're, all the eyes are on you. That can be a very stressful moment. That breathing, that good deep breath. Uh, world-class athletes understand the power of breathing when they get in a stressful situation. Why wouldn't we understand that in a, in a business situation? You're about to make a presentation. Take a good deep breath. You're about to uh, have a conversation. It's hard. You know, get a good deep breath before you before you go in and, and get to a place where your stress level is down, especially the higher stress situations you go into. Let's let's uh, give some thought to that. So. I, you know, again, I don't want to. I don't want to prescribe here, but just some ideas, some things that you can do to be emotionally stronger. Here's what I do know: your emotional well-being is going to affect one way or the other the people around you. Let's get really locked in on making some adjustments here emotionally. We did it physically yesterday, and I said this: the next ten days are going to be really important. You can practice some of some of these things that we've talked about today. You can find some relationships, some positive relationships. Maybe there's some people in the next 10 days that you need to spend less time with because they've been they've been pulling you down. It, it's a lot easier to be pulled down, right, than it is to be pulled up. We think we're going to pull people up, but we if we're not careful, we'll we'll get pulled down by them. So let's let's just let's just make these adjustments. We get to choose next 10 days. They're going to determine the next six months. And the next six months, are, are you don't want to give away six months of your life. You don't want to forfeit the second half of a game. It would make no sense. Let's get locked in and do our very best here to keep chasing greatness. All right, join us again tomorrow. i got another area for you. We're going we're gonna to keep uh, pushing on creating this plan this week. And then the next 10 days, we'll, we'll apply it. And we'll be well on our way to, to uh, a better place here this last half this year. All right, love you guys.